Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction to Dundee United now Rangers 2 here on Club at 22 the Rangers podcast. We are live on YouTube tonight so get involved in the live chat, let us know your thoughts on the game and what a game of two halves it turned out to be. I am Scott Carney and I'm joined by everybody. Ali, how are you mate? Not too bad. Sober sober weekend as well, I think it's a sober weekend for all of us actually um, and all four on the podcast today so yeah. Um... No, glad to be here to talk about um, at least one half of that game. At least one half, yes, for sure. I wasn't quite sober. I had a few drinks last night. No, sorry, sorry. I certainly was not drunk last night when I went to my bed, put it that way, but I had I had a few. Uh, Ryan, how's it going, mate? Hi, all good. Um, sober weekend, as you say, but uh, that first half was almost driving me to drink and other things. <laughs> but yes, uh, yeah, still here and not touched a drink, which is good. Yeah, and we found Scotia. Scotia, how are you? Yeah, I've recovered everybody. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm all right. Yeah, no, I'm really good actually after that um, second half performance by Rangers. So um, I'll maybe have a wee men of Braille later on because the Roma uh, Milano. Don't you dare, Scotia. Well, so Don't you dare. There you go, Ali. Just to ruin your, just to ruin your wee intro there, Ali. Uh, yeah, mean Ryan. Just mean Ryan then. Yeah, uh, no, I certainly had a few. Well, if I wasn't, I wasn't anywhere near drunk at all. Um, yeah, but today, so a clean sheet, two goals. Three points, five wins and a draw for Michael Beale in his first six games. It's Things are not perfect, but it's certainly a record that he can go ahead and continue to build on, that's for sure. Um, the start of living today, tonight, evening, whatever, early evening, I don't know what you call it, the sun, four o'clock Sunday kickoff, um, was McLaughlin, Tavernier, Goldson, Davies, Barisic, Lundstrom, Jack, Tillman, Kent, Sakala and Cholak. So the return of number nine for Rangers, Antonio Cholak and McGregor dropping to the bench. Also, Ali, you did call it again with a sad face, mate. There was no Matondo in the squad again. Um, not that I was particularly upset about that, but what's um, what was your thoughts in the start of 11? I thought Cholak would start after him seeing Morelos has been kind of carrying injuries, so I wasn't surprised in that one. Uh, McGregor, I was surprised, but then the more I thought about it, I think John McLaughlin will play Sunday against Aberdeen in the League Cup. I know he likes to play mm. him cup games, I think, so he may be in there. So he maybe had one eye in that. And I we're laughing, Joe Matondo, but once again, he's nowhere near the bench. And it's not a great bench when you look at that bench. And you spent three million a guy who can't get on that bench. So I think that tells a story of where he is at the moment. But overall, team was what I, kind of what I thought, to be honest, apart from the goalkeeper, which we all didn't really expect, but looking to next week, I think he may play McLaughlin next week. Yeah, Ryan, he's maybe got a shout there in terms of maybe why he did start McLaughlin, that he might come in for the cup games. I think that was maybe the only, I mean, I just, is it a shock? I'm not 100% sure it is a shock, but um, he did say before the game, I see Andrew come in and said that just there, that he said it's time to give John another goal. Do you think this is maybe just a wee confidence booster for McLaughlin going into Sunday? Yeah, I, I totally skimmed past when I was looking at the team. I just automatically assumed McGregor's in goal. So I think it was Ali said in the chat, aye, McLaughlin's in goals. I was like, oof, missed, totally missed it. Um, I think it's good management from Bill. I think you might see things like that, not just the goalkeeping position, but you might see people getting a chance that possibly wouldn't have um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think Ali as well makes a good point. It could be... It's, it's probably not fair to drop him now. Um, it's probably the right thing to do is play McLaughlin on against Aberdeen now. So I, I think, I think there's a definitely a shout there. And let's be honest, he didn't do anything wrong. He did come for a few balls, 
which people always say McGregor wouldn't come for, and they're probably right. So I think McLaughlin had a, a quiet second half, but he, he did enough, I think, in, the, um, in what he had to do. So, yeah, I think he'll be... It's his shot to lose at the moment. Yeah, it's clean sheet for me, McLaughlin, um, for sure. Um, Scotia, your thoughts on the start of 11? Um, I don't even know whether to be surprised or not because today's been the first day that I've actually looked at anything Rangers-related since last Monday. Um, so I didn't hear the press conference. So I didn't know sort of team news and things like that. So seeing the team, I was like, oh, that's a strong enough team. But speaking about the goalkeeping position there, I think I've said to you guys like throughout December, I don't know if I've said it on the pod or not, um, but I know I've said it to you anyway, um, if we don't win against Celtic last Monday, I think it's time to play McCrory and keep him in goals. But, so it was interesting to see... McLaughlin coming in, no concerns for me for him coming in because if you remember him and Gerard used to change McLaughlin and McGregor around an awful lot, particularly at the start of the season. And I think you would class this as Kenny as Beale's start of the season um, period. But um, no, I thought no, no qualms with me, McLaughlin coming in. Like you say, I mean, I, to be honest, he, he'll maybe come to it and he's pretty much saved, he kept us from going into the Half time at one 0 down. If I'm being honest, with one of the saves mm. he made. Um, so no, I think it probably is McLaughlin's to lose now. When you see that it was McGregor on the bench, I think it's going to be McLaughlin number one maybe going forward. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I think yeah, you're probably right. There we were all kind of calling for it um, after the the old form that it was time to to kind of move on and start looking towards the future. And maybe this is maybe McLaughlin is maybe the the short term for next season. And people, a lot of people might not want to hear that, but he could be the he could be the number one for next season when McCrory is the backup. Because I think we're all in pretty much agreement that it's time for Alan McGregor to to hang up his gloves. Um, I think that's and that's no disrespect to him, but we can't continue just to keep playing him and playing him and playing him because eventually the cliff will come. Um, anyway, we'll get into the game. Uh, this first half, honestly, uh, I'll try and get through it as quickly as I possibly can, honestly. First 10 minutes was nothing to report, literally nothing. Kent was looking a bit sharp. Um, Golchin should maybe do a bit better with a header from a corner. It's a free header, but he is a wee bit far out to get a kind of dangerous effort on goal. 12th minute, we get a first shot on target with Trollak getting the shot away, but it's straight to the keeper. Um, 15 minutes, we do get a chance to break. Uh, Trollak holds up the ball really well, gets it to Tillman. He plays it to Sakala to run down the right, but he runs straight into his man. Ali, your thoughts on the first 15? There was, I mean, literally nothing happening. It's pretty poor to be honest, and it's another half where we've not not started again. And this we're getting this from Rangers. We're getting one half from them, and um, usually it's the second half under Beal at the moment. But they didn't start well at all. Dungeon United probably had the better chances at Fletcher up front. I don't know age Stephen Fletcher is now. Must be thirty six or something now. Um, here I cut a chances, but I it was it was again it was quite slow for me in the middle of the park as well. Jack and Lundstrom in there, it's, Tillman wasn't really in the game either. Sakala was being frustrating, plenty of work effort, but he was running down alleyways into you know what you want you know, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. But it was uh, it was frustrating because it's another game where we've just we've just not started. And I think we should be going to these grounds and taking it to these teams. And once again, we're, we're not doing it. 
Yeah, Ryan, it, it, it was frustration. Um, say Sakala likes cul-de-sac sometimes. I think that's where Ali was going. That he yeah. just doesn't. He's, he's got nowhere to go, and he just continues to to do it. And I did have the fear that it was a wee bit one of those days. Um, we have seen this previous under Bill so far that we don't really seem to start the game very well, and it's a worrying. It is a worrying thing, and we'll come on to what happened in the second half, of course. But as I said, the way, the way we always do these reaction pods is I always call it, and I'll I'll say how I was feeling at the time, uh, and. Yeah, yeah, as I say, Ali was right. Ben Davies got a warning, a, a bit of a warning sign from Fletcher. He allowed him to turn with the ball and get a shot away. Okay, the shot was over the bar, but it was a bit. It was something that you were going to need to be concerned about um, with Fletcher. And I had that feeling of oh, no doubt he'll get a goal. At whatever age he is, thirty-seven-year-old striker will get a goal against us. Of course he will. But there, again, there was nothing. Just nothing to really put your hat on as a Rangers fan for the first well the majority of the half to be honest yeah I would, I would agree with that I don't think there was much happening in the first half I think yeah, that they looked slow and lethargic like we've seen so many times <laughs> to be honest apart from the 55 season I've seen Rangers starting games like this under all managers teams under like Gerard Van Bronckhorst we've seen this a lot they just don't start games quickly and the tempo, when they've got the ball, the tempo is just not there. They're not pressing, and they need to rock up their backside at half time. And, and it looks like they got it. Um, in terms of personnel, I think I think Ben Davis had quite a poor first half. I think Fletcher had the better of him, turned him a couple of times. It was a ball as well, but Ben Davis just kind of let it bounce, and then he lost he lost the second ball, and then it came to him again, and he let, he let it bounce again. And I was quite surprised. I don't know why he didn't go up Fletcher. But um, in Sakala, just to touch on him, <coughs> I've said a few times, yeah, he, d- he does look like a competition winner. So many times he does look as if he's <laughs> not a professional footballer. But there is something you cannot challenge this guy on, is his, his numbers. I know we'll come on to the second half, but that first half is just a perfect example of the, da- the kind of poor side of Fashion Sakala, where I did think he was very poor in the first half. Yeah, Scotia... Another thing, it's it's, it's obviously continuing to creep up now because Bill's mentioned it and we're all seeing it, is just how slack we are in possession at times. It's just really not taking care of your passes. And it's just so easy for the other team to turn over uh, the ball against us. And we're not, they're not really doing anything. It's more Rangers that are doing it themselves. Um, and this just probably leads to what you were what you were coming on about about McLaughlin is Fletcher got another good shot away from a Middleton cross. Um, again, I thought Tav struggled to deal with his pace um, in, in the first half especially. Then the kind of second phase of the corner calls McLaughlin into action. Um, as it's kind of, they're, they're, down, they're in down our right-hand side. The ball comes across and McLaughlin has to come out and push that ball out of danger because there's a United player running straight onto it. But at this point, mate, I'm going... We are we are not really reacting here. There doesn't really seem to be a a drive in us. And United did look like the more likely team to score. Yeah, I mean, well, that was around what about the 20, 25th minute or so when that um, yeah, had there. that chance. And um, yeah, I thought that there was a wee spell. You, you talked about the spells that Goldson had that corner and Cholak gets shot and goal. I thought right, this is Rangers grown into the game. And we're going to mm-hmm. kick on and go forward. We obviously we clearly didn't in that half, um, because before that, like you say, there was a few. Few slack passes, I thought, by Goldson and Lundstrom trying sort of that Hollywood Rob Rob Kiernan, well, as we call it. Mm. And, um, it wasn't wasn't coming off. But I did see a stat that get put up on Twitter by someone that might have been Rangers Review. But I think we had like our passing 
completion percentage was 83% or something like that, which was an awful lot higher than I expected to be. But it's probably all those wee side-to-side tappy-tappy passes that have been yes. completed <laughs> rather than anything kind of penetrating. But no, the, 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 for that chance that uh, Dundee United had there, um, it was just before, um, I think, the one that Ryan was talking about where um, Fletcher probably should have tucked that away. Um, or you would at least expect if it was your striker for him to flick that away when Middleton had crossed it in. But defensively, we looked a wee bit ropey at times. Middleton had the beating a, a Tav. An awful lot Fletcher was causing all sorts of problems to, like you say, Davies, but also to Goldson as well. There's a few times I thought, and yeah, it wasn't great. It was that whole first half, and in a nutshell, was pretty poor. I was getting ready to kind of flick between the Sampdoria and Napoli game in the second half. It was that bad during the first. Takes, it takes staunch points off Scotia Sunday. Somebody yeah. take note of that. Mark it takes staunch points off me as well, mate. I fell asleep for 10 minutes and ready go. <laughs> 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 aye, that's old age, but mate, I wasn't even a drink. Aye, you aye, that's, old age, this weekend. that's old age, mate. Yeah. Uh, on to 30 minutes, a ball over the top from Lundstrom um, gets a call in, but again, his control and his composure was awful, really, really poor. He does win as a corner from it, but nothing nothing comes of the resulting corner. Uh, Tillman was having very little effect on this game, same as Cholak for me. Um, Middleton was closing Tav down every time Tav got the ball, and it was becoming a bit frustrating to watch. Tav was wanting too much time on the ball. We weren't moving the ball quickly enough at all, and we weren't capitalising, Ali, when we were winning the ball in dangerous areas. Dundee United weren't exactly brilliant in possession either. They were giving the ball away cheaply, but we were winning the ball in their half, midway in their half, and we were just making nothing happen. It was beginning to feel like one of those days, mate. I'm not going to lie. Sorry for the negativity, by the way. We'll get to the good bit. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. We were winning the ball back quite a lot, but it's, it's a, Ryan talked about tempo. It's, it is the tempo for me. It's too slow. See if we just up that tempo against these teams, they won't live with us. And you've seen that in the second half, which you'll come on to, but it was just too slow and it allowed Dungeon United to get back into their shape and they were quite happy, Dungeon United. We never really threatened them at all. Big Cholak, you need to remember, he's not played football for us in quite a while now. So, yeah, he'll be a bit rusty. Didn't get great service either, but aye, it was a it was a first half to, to forget, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, no, it definitely was, mate. There's no doubt about it. Um, again, in the last 10 minutes and a half, Rangers, we did we did have the pressure on United. Pressure's probably the wrong word. We had the fair share of possession. We had, I don't know, at one point we must have made, I don't know how many passes in a row. But there was no no penetrating passes. It was just this side-to-side stuff that were kind of falling into the old routine. Ryan, you've said that a few times that, don't be shocked to see that happen again. Like, we'll fall into old habits. And there was a lot of that. There was a lot of nobody wanted to take the risk because you could see that, you could see that it wasn't quite happening for us um, in the first half. And then probably the probably the um the perfect um the, the perfect move to sum up our half. Sakala did so well to win the ball back on the right hand side, gave it to Tillman. We worked it out to the left to Barisic. Barisic crosses the ball and the ball goes out for a throw in or the Dundee United's left hand side straight across the goal. And Ryan at this point I was just like, please can it be half time now, thanks. Uh, is that what happened? Was it I think I maybe missed it. Oh you sleeping <laughs> Boy, <that's laughs> I maybe missed that. It's unfortunately, not professional, but uh, nodded off. But I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like that's, I think Rangers, as you say, were dropping into their old ways, and they get to. Uh, uh, you just know Beal will be trying to hammer us out of them, and you'll see it again this season. They seem to play a game of keep ball 
rather than trying to like any penetration towards our play. It's always pass, 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 and side to side and work it out to the wing. And then if the cross isn't on, you know where it's going again. I said to my dad, the amount of times Lundstrom receives the ball and he never shouts for the striker to drop in and take a one-two mm. or anything like that to kind of open the play up. I've, I've very, if ever, see Rangers do that. Um, so I, it was just very mundane, mate. Very just the reason why the, the way they played the first half is the reason why we are so far behind them, unfortunately. But the positive is, which you're going to come on to, is clearly there's been something said at half time again, and the reaction has been had. Yes, um, as I say, one minute added on time at the end of the half, uh, a freshie from Tav as he tries to play a quick one too with Kent as well as one of those ones where you're like, please just blow the whistle, let us get off the pitch here. And yeah, half-time Scotia. At this point, mate, as I say, you are looking at the bench and you're going, what can we do? I'm not going to lie, I did expect Morelos to come on and I'm not just saying that in hindsight. In my head, I went, if he's going to do anything here, he'll probably bring Morelos on. Yeah, in terms of changes that he could make, when you look at who's on the bench, what we can do, it's a Kenny. It was only attacking players that we could really bring on to change the game. I thought because otherwise you're just changing like for like almost. You've seen that comment by Nicholas that you just put up there um, about Jack. I'd seen the first half. I did not like, I, and I don't like Jack playing in the left hand side of midfield and Lundstrom in the right. I much prefer it when it's Jack Lundstrom rather than Lundstrom Jack. If you know what I mean? And I thought they, I thought in the midfield we were very poor. Tillman, like you say, was well out of it. And we were just all around that first half. We were really poor. One thing you didn't bring up, I don't know if we've all had enough talking about it, but it was the, that they've obviously Sky Sports made a big meal of it because suppose they have to, but it was the VAR handball check that they brought up There's for not. Goldson. And then it's just you, Foster, you and Foster Coughlin. It's just no penalty, Scotia, come on. No, 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 no I, just, I, thought, I just wanted to mention it again because, you know, Sky make a big meal out of this because when, I, when it happened, I was like, I was obviously it was really congested in the area there and I was expecting at least someone to shout for it. So no one shouted for it. So I was like, oh no, that's fine gone by but I did know that Sky were going to call that or not Sky but the VR officials were going to call that back but you know I'm like yes it wasn't a penalty no it definitely the reason I didn't mention it because I was like I don't even know why we're seeing this like, I think we've seen it like three times yeah. like why are we seeing it three times it's not a penalty it isn't a penalty what is he meant to do there is he just meant to make his arm disappear do you know what I mean like he's got about I don't know a quarter of a second to do something about moving his hand. It's just never up anyway. It just isn't. It just, honestly, it just isn't. Uh, right into the second half, and we did see Morelos coming on for Trolak again. I, Trolak maybe a wee bit unlucky today. Um, obviously, he's not played in a wee while, but I didn't think there was much really coming from him. Um, again, might be the way that we are um, we're playing the system that we're playing now with um, under Bill. He might it might need a wee adjustment here there, but I, I didn't really get much from um from Trolak today. Um Morelos was involved with a with a chance, even though um initially it wasn't him. Barisic whipped over a pretty good ball. And I, at first I actually thought it was Morelos that got his head to it as he was falling over, but it's not. It's Sakala that's come in with a shot at the back post. Um it's well said by the United keeper. Ali Sakala's um he's unlucky with this one here, I'm not gonna lie. I mean with Barelos falling and the defender falling right in front of him, he still manages to get his foot on it. But he was brought out a decent save for the keeper. Yeah, no, I would say I thought it was in it first, and then obviously it wasn't the goalkeeper saves it. I mean, he's had to right at the goalkeeper, which is unfortunate. Anywhere else, it's a goal, but he keeps trying Sakala. He's one of these guys you'll never hide Sakala. He always keeps going and going and going. That's what you want from a football player. Um, he gives a hundred percent Sakala. I, I know folk get frustrated from him because he's. 
he can be sometimes he can be outstanding, which you'll come on to, and sometimes he can utter garbage at times. But that's wingers for you. And, but he gives a hundred percent, and yeah, he was at the back post there, and I thought he was unlucky. We Alfie looked like he was raging because he got fouled, but I think it was actually Sakala that was trying to get a ball and sort of fouled him. To be honest, I think I don't realise that, but I thought it was unlucky. But you could see us starting to turn the screw a wee bit. I think it was a bit of a pulling match between Morelos and the defender, to be honest. I don't think there was it was more 50-50 than anything else. And then obviously it was Sakala that clatters into the back of him. Um, but it, it was a wee bit of 50-50. Morelos is screaming for it, but he was the only one screaming for it. Um, two minutes later, Fletcher again caused our problems for our centre uh, centre backs as Tim Goldson doesn't really get near him, but his effort is right at McLaughlin. And then Ryan Rangers break a deadlock. Uh, 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 a ball high down the channel from Borna Barisic, helped on by the shoulder of Ryan Jack to Sakala. One touch to tee self up, mate, and he absolutely blasts it home. This is an absolutely terrific finish, honestly. It is, it is, it is immense, honestly. It's a great goal. It's a great bit of technique shown by him. And all I have noted down after this, mate, is this is it. Sakala is an impossible because I've got no other words on how to sum this man up. But what what a way for Rangers to take the lead. Dreams don't die, Jamie Law, if you're watching. <laughs> um, listen, it's, it's, that was a great goal from Rangers, like a great team goal, the movement off the ball. The ball played up the line. Jack is very clever. He's he's very clever to notice the colour running through. Um, so to get the touch that he got on it was, was, was brilliant from Ryan Jack. Sakala's uh, first touch is exquisite. Is it sets him up just to thunderblast it past the goalkeeper, and it's a great goal. And as you say, it's just he is a bit of an enigma. He's just he does, and he's both ends of the of the scale where he does look like a competition winner, but he does something like that. And I genuinely believe if you play Sakala, I'm kind of I won't criticise him now because his numbers he keeps he, he does these things so wrong and mucks up, loses possession does the wrong thing, bad decision-making, but then he comes up with a goal or he's involved in a goal that breaks the deadlock. This is what you get from him. Similar to, not different types of player, but similar to Gabriel, Gabriel Amato years ago where he was very frustrating, but he would have this moment in the game where he would open up. But the goal was, is a goal that you've just not seen for a long time from Rangers. It's very tidy play and getting bodies forward. We just, under Van Bronckhorst, I didn't feel as if we... We broke the lines to to use the cast or phrase, but we didn't break the lines enough under Van Bronckhorst, and that's what I want to see. When Rangers are attacked, I want to see bodies getting forward, and it was it was a very enjoyable goal. It was Scotia. This is um, this is fashion Sakala all over, mate. The good, the bad, the tremendous, the ugly, the everything that you wish to happen. And Jamie Lowe, waka waka, dreams don't lie, mate. Uh, what a finish! Beautiful. I mean, yeah, it was a great, great goal. And it was, again, it's this, I said to you in the group chart, the kind of proverbial rocket that must have been fired up everyone at half time because there was, we did come out with a bit more urgency and tempo. I've seen people say, was that, I've seen people on Twitter saying that oh, it's because Morelos has come on that that's the reason for it. I think it's more to do with Beal getting them in at half time and say, you need to do this better, you need to do that better. And they do do that better. That just coincides. Morelos coming on, but no, Sakala, great goal, but yeah, Sakala is this enigma of a player. He done he, like that run that he made in the first half when Tav looked the ball over, great run, but then Sakala ends up doing what I'm going to class as Sakala things, 
But then equally, he done Sakala things there, and the football was at 54th, 55 minutes, because um, that was a beautiful goal. Beautiful goal. And then similar to the, was it the Hibs goal? That was pretty similar to the goal he scored against Hibs. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, no, it's a, it is, it's a great finish, and it? <clears throat> it is passing Sakala. Um, Ali, your thoughts on the goal, obviously, and as well, I'm seeing in the comments, obviously, we are, I've not seen the reaction that the reason Trolak has come off, he's injured. Um, Ray said that in the trying Scotsman, he said that Bill saying Trolak got injured, that's why he didn't make a second half. <sighs> I suppose that's another matter, but you can speak about Sakala first, mate, and then Trolak being injured, I brilliant day. Yeah. Yeah, there's not much more I can add in Sakala from what the guys have said there. He is. That's just Sakala. That's I just think we need to persist with Sakala. He's I mean, you look at his record, Sakala in the last four or five games, whatever he's played, he must have scored, I don't know, three and five, mm-hmm. a few assists in there as well. So he's he's contributing to the team. So you need to persist with him. And this is what Sakala is. You're gonna get this from him, you'll get bits of magic from him. And that was a bit of magic from him with the way he volleys at the back of the net. What a goal it was from him. And after that, you've seen him as well, the confidence in him, because he just he morphs into a different player sometimes. Mm-hmm. But um I love Sakala. I just how can you not like the guy? Yeah, that big smile he's got. He's got a cracking song, which Ryan loves as well. But I'm sure Ryan had the whack a whack on in his house at that point. But um no, we persist for Sakala going forward for me until we discover somebody for that right side. I know he scored for the left side, but uh, on Cholak, I've not seen anything on Twitter. I've not seen Beal's um, post-match um, conference yet, so I don't know, but if, if Cholak is injured, it's, it sums up our season, doesn't it? <laughs> you uh, think it would be uh, Cardiff or something, but um, uh, it's, it sums up what, the luck we've got. We have got absolutely no luck with uh, with players at the moment. Especially yeah, I getting back and, they, and they, they pull up again. Yeah, I'd imagine Kamar is out for seven to ten days, though, after a 15-minute cameo at the end of this game. I would imagine that he is. Uh, but anyway, mate, I'll come back to you. We scored again. Uh, we rallied our tails up, though, from the moment we scored them. I think we just decided that we were going to continue to keep going. Uh, Boston forward is Tavernier. Um, Jack plays him in. He cuts the ball into the middle. Sakala efforts blocked and it falls to Tillman, who takes a touch. And we are all screaming, I know we're all screaming at this point, to hit it. Please hit it, everybody screaming, every Rangers fan in the world. He takes a touch, he composes himself. He must have about five Dundee United players running out at him. And as cool as you like, he absolutely lashes it into the bottom corner alley. And two goals in two minutes, two guys that I was less than impressed with in the first half have answered our criticism. And this whole we'll reset at half time thing is going to take a bit of getting used to, I think. Yeah. He's Malik, you know. Give him the ball and he'll score. It was, um, <laughs> I, I was the same. I was like lashing at it, but he's he's too cool for that. Malik Tillman. He, he does remind me a lot of Joe Rebo, but it's a great finish from him just to put that ball away. And I, it's he was another one that woke. They all woke up to be fair in the second half, but it's 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 frustrating because we know Rangers can play the way they played in the second half, or I would say for that twenty-five minute spell, I would say before they kind of sort of sat in the 2-0 a wee bit, but it's frustrating because we don't start games like that. We can't seem to put a 90 minutes performance. It's always a, a kind of, there's wee spells within the game when we do really well, and that was a spell where we did well, and the game is killed at 2-0. Dungeon United were dead and buried at 2-0, but he did extremely well. Malik, um, obviously, my wee talked to him and the hospitality's done him well. 
Yeah, well, I did. I released a tweet at half time saying that I wasn't very happy with Tillman and Sakala, and um, United looked the best team. Do that more clearly, often. Yeah, they've clearly read my tweet, so I'll, I'll take full credit for us being 2 0 up in two minutes. Um, Ryan, this is what we should be doing to teams. This is what we take the lead. We should be scoring another one. And both goals are they're good. They are good goals that we've scored today. There's obviously an element of. Um, an element of fortune for it to fall to Tillman the way it does. He's still got a bit of work to do by taking his touch and composing himself. It's a cracking finish, mate. And yeah, the two guys that I was least happy with in the, the first half have come back and um they've answered the criticisms. And I'm never gonna I'm never gonna say that everything's okay when it isn't. And when these guys come out and make me a veg and pie over my face, I'm happy for that to happen. Honestly, I want it to happen. Yeah, totally. And I think it's <clears throat> I think it's a really positive thing that I said after the old firm game that Bill's clearly getting a reaction out of these players. What's been said at halftime, I don't know, but you've seen them come out against Celtic and they looked hungry and the tempo went up. So he's obviously stuck a rocket up them and he's done it again today and got got a reaction, which is good because I did call out a lot with Gio that he wasn't getting the reaction. At halftime, we would play terrible and they would go in at halftime there'd be no change when they come out the second half. So he's clearly getting a reaction out of some way, which is great. Um, their tempo was there. like from Straight away, you could see it was something different, taking less touches of the ball, trying to be more direct. And the goal's good because we've got bodies in the box waiting to put that in the back of the net. It does fall for Tillman nicely and he, and he slots away. But that's, that's what you want to see. The likes of Sakala and Tillman and Kent as well need to get their numbers up. If they had done that in the first half of the season, things might have been different. So I'm hoping this is a, a kind of a theme starting with these guys and it's going to continue till May because it has to. It has to. There's no option with it. But yeah, we, we look different. They look a bit... They just looked hungry to get the second goal, Carney, which is something we're probably not used to because we've so many times this season gone up 1-0 and, and just sat back. So that's what I want to see from a, a Rangers team and more, please. More than two goals, um but I won't, I won't, I won't uh, criticise them for performance because they did look look as if they wanted to kill the game today. Yeah, Scotia, I, I agree with, with Ryan there. I think as soon as they scored the first, they could probably see that it had knocked the stuffing out of United a wee bit. And Bill on the sidelines was probably the same and probably screaming at them, you continue to keep pushing, you keep going, you keep going, you try and get the second. And as I say, Ali was correct. At 2-0, the game was done. United were all out. Yeah, no, I mean, that, that first goal certainly did give the team a lift. It even gave Tava a lift to get the, the cross in for... Well, I think it fell to Sakala at first, didn't it? Yeah, Sakala, yeah. I'm just look, looking back to it. At the point, it was... It hits it, but I remember Kent, and I thought Kent jump, jump over the ball. And I was like, why are you doing that? But it was like, when you see the replay back, he's, he's just jumping out the way of the keeper. Um, but no, it goes back to Tillman. And then, you see, I think you used the word there, lash. But he, does, he lashes at it, but he also threads it through, like... A million defenders, really, wasn't it? And it was um, a lovely finish by him. And it's it's good to see us getting um, goals again throughout the team. Because I made a comment earlier in the season where it was like, it's almost as if we just replaced Cholak for Morelos, or Morelos for, no, Cholak for Morelos in terms of who was getting our goals. But at least now we're getting goals, goals a wee bit all over the place at the moment. So um, that's good to see. And hopefully going forward, we'll see more of it. Yeah, um, I think it's... It, as soon as you see, obviously after the the, the, first, the the two the two minutes that we scored the two goals is a bit frantic, obviously. So you can't really look at the 
the kind of overall team as we playing. But even after that, we settled into the game. You can see, you can actually see with your eyes the confidence levels within the players just completely rise. And it's throughout the team. It really is throughout the team. All of a sudden, we were there was more conviction in our passes. We were finding space that we weren't finding before. I know Dundee United obviously have to change what they're doing, but everything about it, our decision making, our tempo, our wanting to take a risk with a pass, wanting to take our men on, all of that just improves. So there's clearly still an issue with confidence within the team. I don't think there's really any any great doubt about it. Um, Ali, I'll come to you. Um, Scotia mentioned there about the, the importance of us getting goals throughout the team. It has to be more than just a couple of players or one player getting most of our goals. And it leads me on Alfredo Morelos. A few people have said it. We discussed it before we came live as well. What was your thoughts on Morelos today? I, I thought he was all right. I wanted to say, a lot of folk are saying he changed the game. I think he changed the game slightly in, in terms of the Dungeon United backline need to think differently about him because he moves he moves about quite a lot, Morelos, but his actual game, a couple of good link-up plays, I thought he was okay, but that was it. I didn't think he was great. And he's not been great for a while, Morelos, let's be honest about it, but I thought he was all right. Um, but we might have to go with him with Joe back injured again or Kamaru came back. But in terms of Morelos, for me, he's a... A six out of ten for me. That's 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 about today. Yeah, I I I think the same, mate. I think um, I think that the United defence have to think differently with Morelos, just purely on the man himself. Do I think he was good today? No, I don't think he was particularly good. Um, if at all, really. I mean, he wasn't really involved in any of the goals, uh, but I, I think it does give them something else to think about. Again, that's my opinion. Um, Ryan, I know you disagree, mate. Your thoughts on Alfie today? Yeah, it's, it's good. I actually was reading the comments there um, when Ali was talking, and I think you and I were at different ends of the scale in terms of what we thought of Morelos eh, Carney before we started, well, before we came live. And I seen two boys there, and one said Alfie changed the game, and then another guy saying he wasn't good. So, eh, like we said before we started, we came live, he does split the support at the moment. I thought. If, you, if you're looking at Cholak in the first half, and I've said this a lot with Rangers strikers, this not doesn't just uh, account for Cholak. We could have had Lewandowski playing in that first half and not done anything because the team's tempo wasn't there and they weren't creating chances. So I'm going to let Cholak off. Whereas in the second half, the tempo's up and we were bringing Alfie into the game. And I know Alfie's a different striker. And I, I agree with you that Dundee United have to think differently because of Alfredo Morelos, how he plays. However, I just think he looks very lazy at the moment, a bit uninterested. The ball that, I can't remember if it was Ryan Jack or Lundstrom, someone played a nice ball through to him over the top. And it, and it, for me, he just needs to drive forward with that and he tries some sort of volley, chip, lazy shot thing from like 30 yards out. And for me, I want my striker driving in on goal and having a shot at goal and there's a couple of times I just felt he looks, he's just not, he's not Matt Sharp. And I worry that he's not overly interested at the moment. I don't, you know what he's like. He gets huffy if he's on the bench or whatever. Um, but yeah, he's, it looks as if he's going to play. If that's true about Cholak, then Alfie's going to play. So we need him to be sharp because we don't have many options up top. 
No, um, Scotia, your thoughts on Morelos? And I get it, like I do, but I want Morelos to be busting a gut as well, mate, and to be taking that ball on. That sh- that effort was one of the ones that I sh- kind of shook my head at as well, going, I don't even know why you're, why you're attempting that. Um, you're, you're, if you were informed, then okay, maybe, but no, it was a, a, a real poor effort. And I mean, Bill has said, Scotia, that Morelos is carrying an injury, but this the, the contract thing is going to continue to linger, mate, until we sort it one way or another. Yeah, before I get to um, Morelos, yeah, Dundee Taylor, yes, I nearly did say jamped. Get that in the dictionary, please, everybody. Jamped. Good Scottish word, jamped. <laughs> did you say jamped? Yeah, I, nearly, I very nearly did see that when I was last talking. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, but on Morelos, yeah, I, I, I agree with Ryan in what he's saying in, in the first half. The first half, I don't think Morelos makes any type of difference if he's playing during that because the whole team were just laboured in their performances. But I do think Morelos offers the, the front three, or if you want to call it the front three, a wee bit more fluidity when he's on the pitch rather than Cholak. Cholak's very kind of, he needs to play centrally really, whereas at least Morelos can drift out, usually onto the right-hand side and be pretty good. Um, but was he great today? Not really, no. But he, he wasn't terrible. You know, he, he linked up all right at a few occasions and he... Maybe, maybe did he brought maybe brought Kent into the game a wee bit more as well with that mm-hmm. fluidity. But I think Morelos is one of these players that he needs a run. He needs more than five or six games until he's up at his free flowing best. Which, like you say, with if the news about Cholak, obviously don't know how serious it is. Um, if that's true, he'll maybe get that opportunity um, to do that. Yeah, there's look. There's not a lot more to go on in the second half, so I don't want to teach you how to suck eggs if that makes sense because Rangers really controlled the game Dundee United tried to change things slightly um, and obviously we're trying to push was giving us a lot more space but Rangers were so comfortable really well we were very comfortable for the rest of that the rest of that half and there was not a great deal um, not a great deal to go on no real clear cut chances at all um, Sakala had one just fly over the bar before he went off he was replaced by Scott Arfield and yeah, the game it was, it was kind of, the game kind of lost its tempo, but I think United knew the game was over and I think Rangers knew fine well that the game was over as well. Um, Ali, Kamar Roof came on. <laughs> um, do my eyes deceive me? <laughs> he did. Yeah, I had Tommy and Mahal over my flat tonight um, watching the game. We all had a chuckle when Kamar Roof came on. Like, when's he going to injured and all this? Um, I was, he was all right, Kamar Roof. When he, when he came on, the game was dead though. The thing that I know it doesn't annoy it annoys me with Rangers, but I get why they do it because we've got a big game coming Sunday. When we go two up Rangers, we just kind of shop, shop, move the ball about, and I get why we do it. Conserve energy. We've got a game next Sunday, a big game for us. But I would just like us to go and get a third and completely kill the game. I know the game was dead at two, but we've fallen in this lull for the last 15, 20 minutes, and it's just it's just keeping the ball, basically. And I get why they do it. But Kamaruf comes on at that point where we're basically just keeping the ball. But I thought he looked all right. Without, he had nothing to go off. He had one wee chance where he was in with a goalkeeper, a wee kind of scuffle, but that was it, to be honest. But he's not injured, apparently, Kamaruf, so he'll be there for Aberdeen on Sunday. There's, there's music to my ears. Music to my ears. Well, we've got a full week to go yet, mate. You never know, he might stub his toe on a table or something like that. You never know. Ryan, yeah, look, it's Kamaruf's going to be pretty critical for us now, especially if we don't know the, the, the details of Cholak's injury. But if Morelos is struggling, then we need we need we need options up top. And come a fit Kamar Roof, uh, a fit and inform and Mark Sharp Kamar Roof improves this squad. Oh without a doubt. 
I find it hard to to laugh at the KMR with jokes about his injury and stuff because I like him so much. So it's yeah, kind like of like hearing that like somebody slagging a family member. I'm kind of like, sure, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but I totally get it. He's never he's never fit. He's never fit. So I totally get I totally get the kind of jokes about, um, about his injuries. But there's no doubt if if he can stay fit, he's a fantastic footballer. Ruth. he's actually, in my opinion, probably too good for Scottish football when he is fit. Mm-hmm. Probably why because his injuries why he is here. I've said that a few times. Yeah, he'll give you goals. His goal, um, Scotia will probably have these figures to hand. Um, but I think he's played something like 70 odd games and scored like 38 goals, something around those numbers, which is phenomenal for someone who's um, not played a lot of football for us. But yeah, he's, he, it's a positive him coming on. But I'd expect it's going to take a while for him to get back up to match sharpness. He's not played a lot of football. What is it, four games this season? Um, so yeah, it's going to take a lot of time. But if Cholak is out, we need. Kamar Roof fit. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely no doubt about it. Scotia, yeah, Kamar Roof. There wasn't a lot really to go on for him today, um, but he, it's, it is good to see him back because he could be critical for us. No, definitely. I think that's the most important thing, getting him back in and, and playing those 15 minutes should do him good for the, the coming games because it's next week really is well, next Sunday in the the Sunday, Saturday after it are two massive games because they're both cup games. Sort of, they, they could define our season. These two games coming up, obviously, with Kelly sandwiched in between them. Um, so you would hope that we get some game time there. But I agree with Ryan in terms of, I think Ruth's probably, when fit, the best striker in Scotland in terms of what he can do best in that area. Um, and he wouldn't be, but I think we even said it when we signed him. He wouldn't be at Rangers if he didn't have this injury record, um, and it's the only reason he's here, really. But um, hopefully, I don't know how many times we've said this, but hopefully he can stay injury-free for the rest of the season because it could be really important, and particularly in the Cups going forward. Yes, uh, here's hoping, man. Here is hoping. But yeah, no, as I say, very little. Freeman from United got uh, booked for a, a wee lash out at Barisic. Barisic got up and I thought he was going to get a full Croatian backlash, but it didn't, didn't come in. You'll probably not uh, see that guy again, Carly, to be honest. No, you probably won't. Yeah, the moth will get a hold of him. <laughs> His cards are marked. That is for You'll sure. need to give you a phone, uh, Ryan, because you've avoided the, the moth for a while. So you'll... Listen, I think Borna Barisic and his father are fantastic human beings. You know that, Alistair. No, less as well. Ryan had to sell his house. We've never asked why Ryan had to sell his house, so we'll just leave that there. <laughs> we'll just leave that there. Um, no, obviously, I'm kidding. Uh, we brought on Right and Divine. Um, why yeah, did you do that, Tony, by the way, with a minute left? Don't I don't get that. I, really, I don't get it. But it's just a kill time, isn't it, really? It's just a case of just killing time, I suppose. But no, another one, a weird one for me when we done it. I was like, very strange. And that's it. Uh, to, the game finishes, Dundee United, now Rangers 2. And yes, it's a... After a less than a less, less than stress-free first half, it was a very delightful second half. Rangers scored the two goals in two minutes, killed the game, and it was an enjoyable watch from there on in because Rangers just controlled the game, controlled the tempo of the game, uh, and it was a, a comfortable 2-0 win, which probably should have been, it should have been more, should we have everybody fully fit? I think it could have been a, a, a bit of a cricket score in that second half because I don't think United really had much left to respond with after we went up. So yeah, I am more than happy with that. I will take it. So Ali, you're second half man of the match mate because nobody in the first half got past marks so your second half man of the match <laughs> well I had like I said Tommy and Mahal over Mahal gave it to Ryan Kent and Tommy gave it to Sakala I was humming and hawing between the two of them I thought Ryan Kent was very good today again I thought he should make things happen again 
I like this kind of role he's got under Beal rather than stuck out in the wing. But my man of the match is the man for Zambia because he tries and tries and tries. The first half, yes, he was frustrating, can't he? But he was trying. He gives 100% and he gives you that goal in the second half. And after that, I thought he was really good. So the man for Zambia for me. That's fair enough, mate. Ryan, your man of the match, or your second half man of the match, please. Yeah, my second half man of the match. Um, I think there's a couple. I think Sakal was really good. It's easy to give him it. Um, I thought Ryan Jack was very tidy today, and he played 90 minutes, which is really good to see. But I, 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 I agree. I don't know who Ali said it was that said Ryan Kent. I think Ryan Kent's work rate was underrated today. I thought he, he didn't stop moving, try to make things happen. He had that kind of free role in the second half. He was everywhere and I've criticised Ryan Kent a lot this year because his numbers aren't up and he, maybe his body language a bit, but he did not stop running. That's all I want to see from a Rangers player. If you do that every game, I'm, I'm happy, so I'll give it to Ryan Kent. That's fair enough, mate. I agree. I thought Ryan Kent, even off the ball, Ryan Kent didn't stop today. He constantly chased today. Um, he really looked like he was up for it. Um, Scotia, you're man of the match, uh, and I bet you you steal mine. I bet you you do. Yeah, well, Ryan's already mentioned him. Um, so, Fucking yeah, knew you were sorry. I knew you were <laughs> I apologize. Well, we've not really spoke much about him while we've been discussing the game, because... We haven't been. It was my it's crescendo, mate. I was waiting, <laughs> mate. It was my crescendo. Apologise. Yeah, it's Ryan Jack. So on you go. You can you can give take it away. Then mine's is Ryan Jack. If you don't say any of the reasons that you don't, I'll say. Yeah. Hundred percent, mate. Ryan Jack for me. Uh, I, 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 I think Zam, the man for Zambia is a cracking shout as well, and um, so's Kent. I thought their work rate was brilliant, and for Sakala to keep going and to to get his goal, uh, even though after such a poor first half, but in in my opinion, um, I, I can see why you've went with Sakala. But Ryan Jack for me in that second half, I thought he controlled that game. I thought him and Lundstrom just shored up the middle of the park. There was nothing getting past either of them. Lundstrom was winning the ball, immediately giving it to Jack. Jack was on the front foot going forward like a number eight should do. Um, and Ryan's spot on as well. He got 90 minutes under his belt. I just thought Jack was everywhere. He was always there for the pass. He was always there to keep the ball moving. Um, so for me, I was so happy when I got to the end of that game and I was thinking about it and I thought, my God, Ryan Jack is my man of the match. Scotia, anything to add? Yeah, like you say, it's where the, obviously we spoke about the first half, the tempo not being there, and where the tempo needs to come from is your middle of the park. Those are your mm-hmm. players that can deliver you the tempo. And I thought Ryan Jack, along with Lundstrom as well, but Ryan Jack in particular, was great at that. He, he was getting a wee bit further forward. He was linking up really well with Borna and Kent out in that left-hand side. Um, yeah, it, it just it was reminded me of the Ryan Jack of old points as well, and I loved his, wee, his misplaced header come shoulder to um, set up Sakala for the goal as well was particularly pleasing no, yeah, he got an assist as well today. So yeah, no, I, I, I agree, mate. I just thought he was he was the number eight that you want in a Rangers team in that second half. Uh, as I say, we only picked one for the second half because the first half generally you couldn't pick one. I don't think you could actually pick anybody in that first half that done. McLaughlin probably that was probably the only one and from the first half would be McLaughlin Uh, so yes that'll do us um, for tonight Uh, three points say a good way to spend a a Sunday afternoon uh, especially that second half very enjoyable to watch Ali for tonight mate thank you very much no problem three points clean sheet still a good record Michael will be undefeated hopefully this time next week we will be in a boozer somewhere celebrating Rangers getting into the final of the League Cup as well so I will look forward to that 
Fingers crossed. If not, I'll be at home. Um, <laughs> I've just went, no, that's enough for me. I'm away home. Done that before. Um, Ryan, thanks very much, mate. Cheers, boys. Weekend not ruined, so thank you, Rangers. Um, I, yeah, I think I think you're seeing positives um, from from Bill's te- well tenure, but he's, he's his management team are obviously putting things in place. But I do think that first half, if you're being realistic with yourself, you're going to see it again this season. That's the reason yeah. why we're, we're where we are at the moment. But there's definitely more positives. I'm feeling good about Rangers at the moment and I am liking the sound of B1 interviews. So more of that, please. And apparently a couple of signings coming this week. That's what we are all hoping for, mate. That is what we are all hoping for, for sure. And Scotia, thank you very much, mate. No, it's been a pleasure, lads. Thank you very much. It's good to be back on after... It feels like ages, but it was only last Monday that it was on end. But no, great to be back on. And I'm away to ruin Ali's start of pod comments about being a sober weekend and going having a few beers to watch the rest of the football on this evening. I knew you wouldn't um, be able to behave yourself, Scotia. Honestly. You can never behave yourself. You can never behave yourself. Never, ever, ever. So, yeah, uh, no, yeah, three points. Rangers haven't ruined the weekend. I see a very enjoyable second half at that. And I get to give Ryan Jackman of the match, which is absolutely tremendous. So, we'll be back on Tuesday with Club Deck Corner, as Ryan mentioned, hopefully with a few signings to um, discuss or ones that look that are very close anyway, give us something to get a wee bit excited about. Uh, and, yeah, until then, please do subscribe to the channel. Please do like the videos and we'll speak to you all on Tuesday. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Cheers, everyone.